0: Welcome back to the JXW Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Puldigson. If you are new here at the JXW, we strive to help you pursue God, seek freedom, and acknowledge your God-given gifts. Today, we have a very special episode for you guys, an interview with Christian artist Shalom. You guys are going to be so blessed by all that we have to, to say today. And honestly, it's just baked off truth. It's completely 1000% baked off truth. But before we get to this interview, I want to give a couple of tidbits of information. If you want to stay further connected with this podcast, because I honestly I, I think I'm biased, but I think you should um, follow all my social medias at J Poetics World Poetics spelled with an X World spelled W R L D. If you want to give a monetary gift to the podcast, cash at me at J Poetics World Poetics spelled with an X. World spelled W R L D. And you know what? I love y'all. And I, you don't. You probably don't even know me, but I just want to let you know that God loves you. And before we get to this episode, let's pray. Lord God, thank you for this moment. Thank you for this time. Thank you for all that you have given us in this world. And I just thank you for our breath and, and how you are moving through us and, and within us. And you have given us our gifts and you have given us our talents and all that. And, and in Jesus' name, I I praise you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this has been enough of me. I love y'all and enjoy this episode. Happy, blessed to be here another day.
1: You know what I mean? Just, you know, it's it's dope. I've never been on a podcast. Before.
0: What, as an artist, do you stand for? Who is, what is your personality? What is your mission? What is your goal through your story and everything that you're doing?
1: So, um, those of you who originally know me from the Atlanta area, um, I changed my name from Trage, which was the real Atlanta James, to Shalom, which is spelled S H I L O A M. And pretty much what that name means is a Hebrew, and it has two definitions. Uh, the first one it means is um, um, is a fountain, and then uh, the next one, the main meaning uh, is heaven sent. So the the reason why I had pretty much uh, changed my name to that is because I felt like, you know, being that I come from a music city, a chocolate city, you know what I mean? Where the black people thrive, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, you know, just a place where it's very diverse. And, you know, it's, very, it's, you know, it has a lot of, you know, black history, it has a lot of, um, you know, diversity it has, you know, a lot of like music arts and, you know, like sports, like Atlanta is very diverse with everything that it has to offer. So I just felt like being that music was the path that I chose to go on. Um, You know, I I felt like that name, being that I centered it around my name and where I'm from, and, like, being that, you know, if you're from Atlanta, and those of you who know, um, we we like to say I am Atlanta. So Mm. I just felt like me having that name, and, you know, still, like, carrying that name would actually, like, cause me to get caught up into, you know, what a lot of people like to say is, you know, rap politics. So, um who I am, what I do, as far as, you know, what I try to center myself around is I try to make sure that, you know, my Christian music actually, like, mirrors God and mirrors, like, mm-hmm. you know, but mirrors the exact like the exact walk of like a daily or average Christian. And, you know, I'm still striving or, you know, trying to actually do that and trying to stop trying, but actually doing. And that's something that, you know, has been on my mind lately. So, you know, I try to do that. I try to be different. You know, I try to be transparent as possible, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that I want to do being that I'm still in the early pro- you know, process of, Doing all of this is that I want to be able to, you know, actually have those hard conversations in my songs and my music, live or whatever. When it comes down to me being an artist and doing these things with people, and you know, just not, you know, like center myself around like the actual like, hey, you're an artist, but hey, I know I'm an artist, but first I'm a disciple. First I'm a child of yeah. God, and first I'm, you know, a person who really has a love and you know like passion for God who's not perfect and you know who may seem like his life you know he he's got it together but you know really it's just God you know what I mean so you know I just want to do things differently um so that's that's who I try to center myself around just somebody who's real you know somebody who's you know spiritual somebody who is not the one who's, you know, looked upon as creating the experience and taking credit for what the Holy Spirit wants to do and what I was ordered to do. And, you know, I I take it serious and, you know, a lot of times it doesn't feel like that because like I said, I'm not perfect and, you know, I still do do certain things that I know I'm not supposed to be doing vice versa. But, you know, I'm I'm still here. God stills me, has me here. You know. I mean, I feel like it because I'm going through pain and you know, you know, trauma and stuff like that. But God keeps me moving. But I'm hurting still. And you know, I yeah. like to, I like to um, quote that from one of the artists that I'm connected with. His name is Smitty Allen Poe, and shout out to him. You know, it's my brother for life. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. I digress. I digress.
0: <laughs> so one of the things that you said um that really resonated with me is that just being a god-fearing man and like showing your walk with Christ as like an ordinary Christian. I think in in at least church spaces we want to glorify the the walk and not think about the actual walk. It's it's not easy. It's gritty. It's grimy. It's my experience, personally, it's 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 not the pleasant one. I'm even the first time I met you, just on um, a live broadcast with uh, another artist. I we dipped into a, a, a conversation that I wasn't even prepared for at the time. I thought we were just like all fun and games and all that, but we just dipped into like a deeper conversation and. That is one that I love to have with a lot of people, but it's also one that's very uncomfortable to have with a lot of people. And I feel as though more, it's, it's weird in a sense that more Christian artists like recording artists or whatever art field you find yourself in more artists are telling the truth rather than Christian pastors and Christian leaders. And, That is, in a way, twisted, I feel, where their podium doesn't allow them to speak what literally God told us to speak. So I want you to speak on, like, just directing the fellow Christian or even non-Christians to, like, what, who would be the person to follow in this scenario? And, And even direct them towards, like, let's get to church or let's go back to church or just talk to us about finding the truth in god's word and and who to go to for that yeah
1: so um i do that that's a very great question and i'm gonna answer that um and i'm gonna try to like simplify it because i felt like in the question you were asking like three different ones you know not a bad way or not a bad thing but um First, I want to say, like, who to go to. I want to answer that and, you know, acknowledge what you said. Yes, you know, that is a problem, and it's been a problem for a long time, and I feel like I'm still, like, in the early process of answering that problem with just, you know, becoming a Christian artist and trying to follow what I believe that, you know, calling or command. So um, what you said to who to go to, I just want to say follow christ follow the holy spirit get to know the holy spirit first you know everyone needs to get out of this mindset of like okay what church do you go to oh the pastor was doing this such and such so oh no like i don't know what to do now you know my christian walk is actually about to be you know like you know hindered because you know i'm not at church and you know, I'm about to go through a tough period, so let me just hurry up and just, you know, run to another one. Like, you know, you, you got to get to know the Holy Spirit. Your faith is not based in the building and is not based, you know, with, with this one person. So in order for you to be able to actually like, you know, we're just, since we're on this mental health podcast, you know, I'm going to try to touch all of that by, you know, simply, you know, saying, get to know Christ, get to know Christ. You have to do that by reading your Bible, which is something that I still have to do because I've been slacking. You know, I I, I got to, you know, make sure that I'm, you know, in my word. And that's something that I wake mm-hmm. up thinking and knowing every single day. And, you know, I'm not perfect at it. But, mm-hmm. you know, in my early stages of, you know, becoming a believer, you know, I realize my faith is not based in my parents and what my parents taught me. I got to go find Christ yeah. for myself. And I didn't feel spiritually fed at the churches that I grew up in. And I literally like, you know, would get into arguments and, you know, um, actual like disputes and, you know, turned into very toxic, you know, um, situations with my with my father at the time, Mm. you know, because I literally refused to go to the church that he wanted to. So I'm not saying, you know, for kids, you know, listening in on the podcast to do what I did necessarily when it came down to like being defiant. And not, you know, wanting to listen to your parents, but be bold with your faith. I'm going to say that. Yeah. If you don't feel like, you know, if you don't feel like this pastor or this person or this church or just church in general is for you. Cool. Take that and just literally go sit in a room, close the door and read the Bible. That's yeah. literally the best type of advice I can give you. It's just just do that because that's exactly what I did. And I wouldn't have. This much, I guess, of a mm, in my, <laughs> you know, <what laughs> I mean? like you know, this holy spirit whatever, because like I, it was just me douching it out with the devil and my thought process, and just you know making that decision every day to just you know pick up the Bible and just read it, and you know having my questions answered, and it didn't come all overnight. That's another thing too; it didn't come overnight. But as I can, you know, as I committed myself to reading the bible daily you know what i mean like just it's because i wanted to so you have to have the want to do it Mm -hmm. it has to be something that you're not forced to do because you're gonna you you know if you're doing something that you're not forced to do that you love every single day then it's going to be a lot easier for you to be able to actually listen or Learn and actually like memorize those scriptures that you want to memorize, which Christianity is writing it on your mind and heart, just not memorizing it because then you're starting to turn it into a systematic thing, which is that very thing that you were trying to escape from, which was church nowadays in the modern day church. So answering that, follow Christ first, then so that way you can be able to, you know, I'm sorry, get to know Christ so that way you can follow him, so that way you can. Actually know, okay. maybe I'm just going to stop going to church for a while and I'm going to, you know, actually get to, you know, like see see those type of people for what it is or see church for what it is or see that system for what it is. So that way I can, you know, become more mature in my walk with Christ to where, you know, I realize that it's not based, you know, in the building or this, this and that, you know what I mean? So that that's the first thing. Second thing is as artists in the 21st century, you know, we we stay in a world where we put a lot of people on a pedestal. And you know, somebody who I want to speak on just briefly is Gabby Callwood. Yeah. A lot of people put her on a pedestal. And you know, it's very unfair Because of the fact that, you know, we the reason why we've done this or we've, you know, rather we chose, like some of us have chosen to be Christian artists. You can tell or some of us can't tell. And that's just the plain truth, in my opinion. Or, you know, some certain people are called or some people are called to this ministry. They may not be as talented as the other one or some people, you know, are. And, you know, this, you know, for whatever reason, why? us Christian artists, you know, like us stepping to the plate, it shouldn't be to where we're on a pedestal. We're we're, 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 we're stepping up to the plate to point, you know, to point our fingers up and keep our eyes set on the prize and also help others be able to do the same thing because that's That's all it is. We're supposed to be glorifying God and exemplifying our gifts to show, you know, that, he is the one true and only living God and can't no other God or religion actually do exactly what the scriptures and the Holy Spirit can do. So you do that, then that's when you'll be able to pick and choose what type of artists that you like to listen to for whatever your cup of tea is, because there's many different, you know, type of art, Christian artists. You have some that, oh, I'm used to listening to M- NBA young boys. So he gave me that NBA young boy vibe or, <laughs> Oh, um, I'm listening to you. I'm used to listening to juice world all the time. So I want to listen to somebody who's always playing some slow music, you know, probably, you know, a little bit of, you know, sad music type vibes all the time. So I'm gonna listen to that. You know what I mean? So pretty much, um, you know, it's yes, it's unfair. You know, hopefully (laughs) I kind of went on a rant, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm trying to make sure I stay on track. But when it comes down to that, you know, I think the Holy Spirit will, you know, guide you and let you know, you know, exactly like, you know, who is a little bit more authentic and real when it comes down to their music and who actually has a like legitimate talent doing it. And if it so happens to be an artist at the time and then no pastors,
0: then so be it. When I was younger, I was more in like the sad boy vibe music. I I was going through my little phase where it's like you're you're a teenager and you go through this. But I was also still a Christian. I also had Christian beliefs. So I would like pick a medium of this Christian artist, NF, right? And he produces like the real raw authentic music of it really deep rooted in mental health, but it's also like in his faith with God and me listening to that, but also being a little bit of a teenager and listening to other artists who were not, you know, of that faith, uh, I would listen to XSS and and he was the same vibe, but uh, he was the hype. He was the hype person, like the, the hype genre, whatever you want to call it, the hype piece. Whatever. So I remember a scenario where, and I tell this story often on this podcast, where the artists we listen to really influence our next steps. It, the, it's not even in Christianity. It's just in our lives in general, our whole life. I was listening to XSS Sintation one day, I was in Georgia, we were visiting, Um, it was Thanksgiving, and I would often just like dip into the bathroom and I was in my sad boy bag, you know, depression, all that. And I was listening to his music over and over and over and over again. And my brother was, we was in a hotel, and he was like, okay, Joe he's, Joe, he's 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 not taking a shower. The shower's not on. He's not brushing his teeth. It's been like 30, 40 minutes. I was in that bathroom listening to XXS Tentacion and just wondering why am I here and alive? And that's real. That's real. That's raw. That's, that, that's how I can say it. And how I want to tie that in is, yes, the, the the music we listen to affects our mental health. But it's also like, in our Christian view, we need Christians to be real, raw, authentic, and teach us how to um, navigate our mental health. And the difference between NF and Excess is they both had the same effect on me. But one taught me how to be mentally discombobulated, but also be a Christian. But one took me to that edge. And thank God I'm still alive. Thank God my brother taught me when he did. But then I, after that moment, I stopped listening to Excess Santachino until this day. That was five years ago, four years ago. And I just want you to point out what in the world uh, here on earth are influences that you can identify that would be beneficial to like people, the younger generation, um, growing up. And look, even in your own music, if you preach a certain message and you want to get that message out there, look, you can plug yourself. Like, Hey, I am, uh, I think I'm a good influence for you guys. And I would love to share my music. Or if you know another artist, Gabby call was a good one. Um, I feel like she's real, raw, authentic and right now, personally, with herself, just being honest with where she is and I respect it, but what is, like, influences that you can point out and be like, hey, I want you to follow this or, hey, you shouldn't be following that. Can you, like, speak on that? Yeah,
1: so, um, so at first, I want to say that I don't really have much music out yet. Um, There's only one song that I have out that's on all music platforms and that was kind of, like, one of the first songs that I wrote when I you know started to realize that I was actually good at music with when it came down to like writing and um that one is you know um called control freak with uh, uh one of another artist who's more, you know another one of my day one brothers his name is God's Durag and um you know you you can kind of think of me and him like earth gang to be honest with you mm. <laughs> so He's he's from New York. He from um he from Brooklyn, and um, uh he's a uh, well, yeah 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 he's from he's from Brooklyn. Um he's um he he he's uh, one of the other artists that I recorded with. Uh you know he stays you know in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um of course we made that song with Smitty Allen Poe. It's called Control Freak. So um, if you guys want to check that out, you can. But the only reason why I'm, you know, plugging that in there was just to actually, you know, let you know that that was before I actually chose to become a Christian artist. So, you know, being that I'm still in the early stages and everything, you know, I can't really, I I don't really have much product or, you know, um, I guess content to actually say, Hey, go check out my stuff. But I would say, you know, first, you know, not to toot my own horn, but, I mean, I know I have a gift. I know I have talent. But if you resonate with me, then that's cool. I'd rather you not resonate with me as a person. You know, if you just get to know me as an artist, I'd rather you resonate with God first. And, you know, what the Holy Spirit shows you through me. And then if, you know, you can get to know me through, you know, the content and pictures and stuff that I post and then whatever type of podcast and stuff like that. Because... You know, I'm I'm trying to refrain and also help other people refrain from that artist mindset or just like, you know, fanning out for, you know, a fellow brother or believer in the Christ. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 you know, that's one thing. But, you know, that's also you know, that's also that there's there's also that, you know, problem, which is, you know, how I feel. There's only certain people or only a certain few Christian artists that I can say that's in the game that have proved themselves that we all know about, but we just don't want to address it. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I'm going to say, shout out, I'm going to say, shout out, um, um, Mary love, Mary love. Um, you spell her name M a R I E. And then, you know, love as an L O V E. She's one of the ones that, you know, I got put on to, and you know she uh, was on a bless. She was on blessed the uh, Blessed music platform um, with uh, Gabby Caldwood and Jordan May and a few other people. And um, there's another artist that I really like. Um, what's his name? Yes, um, I think it's I M R S Q D something like that. Um, this mm-hmm. it's an artist. Uh, don't quote me on it. <laughs> He's <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. And, you know, I got a chance to sit in some uh, sit in on some of his lives and ask a few questions and, you know, just actually see how, you know, he really tries to, you know, like glorify God in his music and his, his own style. And like Christian music is becoming a lot more, you know, diverse. And when people tap into that bag and tap into themselves, you know, especially artists and like, yeah, I feel like this is, you know, was going to, you know, actually have this industry, you know, popping, but not just popping because it's an industry, but popping because God is being, you know, glorified in it. So, yeah, you know, that's what people need. People need more diversity in genres. Not everybody, you know, I would say if you're, you know, getting out of a depressing period, you don't want to, you know, go listen. You know, we might cling on to the, you know, slow, you know, R&B or, you know, the type of sad vibe music, but, you know, if you're trying to get up out of that, you know, get up out of that grave of depression, I highly recommend listening to some hype music. So if you want some hype, then, you know, you can go listen to I'm Taylin', you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you can you can listen to Talin or if you want to, you know, you know, want somebody who's going to be real and authentic, I, I would have to say it's Gabby Callwood. you know, Gabby Callwood. you know, um, she was one of the first names that I mentioned, but you know, right now everybody knows her situation and she's only human. But still at the same time, like she's being herself. So if that's something that I like and that, that I rock with, then you know, I'ma just say, hey, you know, you know, you can check out her music too. So um, I mean, that's just about all I can say, all I can think about. You know, just, you know, i rather. The work that I put in behind closed doors to resonate in my music so that way all of it can align up and be true. And sometimes I don't really like to write or, you know, spit something unless I'm actually doing that. But I actually had to realize that I have to praise Jesus in my storm and I actually have to continue to at least speak on my faith or whatever and just be authentic with my content and whatever it is that I drop. So that way, at least, you know, is real. And at least, and and if that's the least that I can do, then cool. That's a lot better than, you know, putting up a persona, which is, you know, what you, what what you're used to, or what most people are used to when it comes down to church. You know that mm-hmm. pastor, or you know, you know you got you got a whole congregation, small church or big church for the you know hard you know working people that, you know, got their car notes to pay and got loved ones that they gotta you know get medication for, but they you know. Giving you the money and, you know, next thing you know, the pastor is Mercedes Benz swerving, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just keeping it real. Like, church needs to be a lot more transparent yeah. with their money. And ties and offering is not money, to be honest. Like, a lot of people don't understand that. But ties and offerings is not just money. Tithes and offerings is what's supposed to be fruit church supplies and actual goods and stuff to take care of the widows and orphans in the church. And not only that, but, you know, for any type of emergencies or whatever, because the brothers and sisters of Christ was supposed to, you know, take their needs to the church and the church was supposed to be, you know, that living embodiment and example of us casting our cares on each other. And, you know, not just the building, but us believers. We
0: are the church. This topic right here, which you just brought up is something that, really kind of irks my nerves when um certain church officials they use certain scriptures in the bible for the offering plate when those scriptures were completely taken out of context completely um yet there are scriptures that are telling us to give give to, to to the church and technically our tenth our tithe is not we're not giving that we're returning it it's not even yours in the first place. You're not giving your tithe. You're giving your offering. That's just, you know, you're just, that's your offering. Our 10th our is is not even ours. It, we're returning it. And also there's like uh, Matthew 6, 21. Many scriptures, I mean, many uh, pastors will use that specific scripture. And it basically, I can't really quote it off the top of my head, but it basically says um, where your heart is, your treasure will be also, or where your treasure is, your heart will be also, something like that. But in the preceding uh, verses and really the overall chapter, it talks about doing in secret that your father rewards you openly, and it talks about praying not as the uh, the the rabbis do it, and not long prayers and not sophisticated words. It it really talks about doing honestly to the Lord and going into your prayer closet and, and giving, um, just your heart. That's your treasure and even before verse 21 Matthew 6:21 like four verses before that it talks about um all the treasures were moth and rust and robbers can they can't steal and, and it it doesn't talk about physical money it, it it talks about your your time it talks about your your works in the church it talks about all that stuff to like yeah and yeah. I just wanted to dip in and say that and and really speak to all the people, not even the people, not I'm talking to like the church officials, like you have a moral responsibility to uphold like the scripture and to be like, Hey, if that's not, um, I don't want to be preaching heresy and I don't want to be leading my church astray, but I just want to get that point out there to finish off that topic. But I want to like transition to like all the things that resonate in your music. I want to talk about that. So from your earliest thought process of growing up and you don't have to get too personal if things are too personal, but I just want to pull one story or two stories that you have how was your environment growing up like What did that look like? And before you answer that, I'll tell it myself. Like when I grow up, I was very isolated. I'm the fifth child, homeschooled. I didn't have friends. I didn't have people. I grew up with a buttload of depression and like scars to prove it. And I have loads of stories, but I want to pull out of you one story particular that of you growing up.
1: I can say... I'm from Atlanta. Um, pretty much I moved, uh, you know, I don't been in and out of the hood. So, you know, I know I have my fair, fair shares of struggles. I come from humble beginnings and, you know, my pops really taught, really showed me like indirectly, and directly how to be a man and how to mm-hmm. handle business and provide and, To just, you know, go through the trials and tribulations of, you know, doing what you want and love to do with also trying to be the head of a household. Yeah. He wasn't perfect, but he's still my father. And rather I like it or not, you know, and, you know, there is some hurt there. It's a lot of trauma. Same with my moms. You know, I don't really, you know, talking as much as I should. And I just, that's me, you know, being transparent, but, you know, pretty much I could say growing up, you know, I was in church as I got older, you know, I've been in and out of churches. Um, mm. I've gone to multiple and, you know, I just pretty much I felt like this was literally God, like literally showing me everything. into a world that I stepped foot in, literally. And uh, it was, yeah. (laughs) So trying to answer that, just uh, the type of background that I come from, I come from humble beginnings, plain and simple. And, you know, I ain't always have much, but whenever I did, it was cool. But then I was right back, to, you know, that same point of where I was like, well, dang, you know, I used to have this. How come it's not like that? Or how come this ain't coming like that? But, you know, just I feel like, you know, through everything that I've been through, God was showing me and molding me to be the man who I am and that I'm headed to be at the yeah. moment. So um there was a lot of trauma. I've gone through a period of depression when my parents divorced when I was 12. And that's really, mm. when, you know, God was like, hey, look, just just, you know, just like back in them days when they would just be me and you in the room when your parents was together. I'm about to step in and I'm about to show you, you know, how life really is and this, this, and that with just me and you by ourselves now a lot more intimate without seeing, you know, your parents together and going through the toxicity and through divorce that way and divorce was something that I never thought I would go through but Mm -hmm. you know I can say that it made a man out of me (laughs) it made a man out of me and you know just you know I, I, I realized at a young age growing up that my faith my my love who I am my identity is not in other people's Especially, you know, like my timing, all of that. I got sick and tired of it, you know, being in a sense kind of like directed or it seems like, you know, the people who I'm around is based off of the choices that your parents make. So now that I'm grown, I choose that and I pick that.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, I, I hope that answered the question. <laughs> and,
0: and that completely answers the question. And it's just to say that even through our struggles even through our hardships that we're here you you answered the question before you started speaking you answered the question before you even we even started this recording you are here and and that's 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 real that's raw that's authentic that you made it here throughout um just decisions in your life from that what happened when you were twelve, like going through that mentally just in and just going through all this coming arguing with your pops about church and da 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 and all that stuff brought you to this moment, and that's very important and to pull another story from me personally, I didn't grow in my faith honestly until last year. And I was literally born into the church. Um, My father does a ministry where we literally go from church to church. I've been a part of at least 30 churches in my lifetime. And it's not like we have um, did a a little gig for one church and then we toured like, no, we were literally building these places like five, four years at a time. I remember like going between like four churches in one week, just like just building absolutely building these these and and in that um specifically was in music um music like we would literally build the choirs we would build the worship team and then after the worship team was like settled and all that then we would leave and go to the next another one and i grew up with the perception of this is what we do because we need to build church and i never really had a real relationship with god until i came to the realization that no i don't build churches i should build a relationship with god now you know and going through like emotional distress and trauma when i was 15 because when i turned 15 my mother passed away um She was uh, affected with a brain tumor and she was very ill for a good seven, eight years. And if you don't are not um, privy to what brain tumors do, blackouts, uh, seizures, it started as like once in a blue moon, like if she had a seizure, it, it would be the world is coming crashing and everyone is dying. Like that's what it would be. But then it got more frequent and I, in a sense, became desensitized to a bunch of people running around crazy and mad and calling the police and calling the ambulance. I was that I was that 15 year old kid where I kind of still played on my phone and just like watched a bunch of people scramble around for the 911 phone call. And that shifted my mental a lot growing up with God. And finally, when she passed away, I, I broke mentally And that really, that really leaked into my faith a lot. And this is where I started listening to XSS Tentacion very heavy. And then if you don't know the artist, he passed away three years after my mother. So that broke me. And then a whole chain of death. Happened after that Um, one of my friends passed away my previous pastor passed away and all that just built and in 2020 I broke I left the church um, for the cause of death Um, yes but also for other things that I will not speak on that happened between my previous church and I but it's just finally I made a relationship with God. Recently, 2021, I've gotten to a new community, I've gotten to a a new just level of faith. And I really want to speak about um, finding Jesus, specifically for the people who don't know God exists at all. Like, there are some people on this earth who don't even know what Jesus is. And the sad, really depressing part is that all these phony christians are telling them about a god and hey give a hundred dollars to the tithe and nothing plate and god will heal you I'm like eh, no that's distorted i want you to speak about unbelievers teenagers going through depression but finding this thing called god uh,
1: that's your story still touches me man <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say like that's kind of like The similar, like where, you know, I I, I feel like through our trials and tribulations and pain, God was showing us how he's in control and how we put our faith and we put our everything into whatever the next person says, which is basically a systematic form of worship of an idol. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just... You that you know, tying that into what you said, just we have to understand the reason why we don't see God. Mm-hmm. And he 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 chose for it to be this way because he is God. So you have to recognize that if God is king, God is Lord, Jesus is king, Lord of all. He does whatever it is that he wants to do. Because yeah. he sets everything in motion. He's the author and the Omega. Uh, the, the author, he's the alpha. He's the Omega. He's the illustrator of the whole entire universe. He knows what's on our thoughts. And our thoughts are not his. Like, you, well, once you at least submit to that, and you know within yourself that that is true, then nothing else can stop you. Yeah. Like, I feel like, if you're mentally, if you, if you were brought up and if you're going to be brought up to be mentally strong, then, you know, in order for you to do that, but become mentally strong in your faith is to actually see everything and everybody for what it is. Everybody's going ramp, you know, everybody's going ramp in eight mode. You know what I mean? Like they're, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) you know, a lot of people are just running crazy and things are getting crazy with the world today, but if you sit and be still and just know that, you know, Jesus is God and everything and practice that, like, don't just sit there and believe it, practice that. Because like, you we're going to be tested with our faith. You know what I mean? Like just, yeah, just try, trying to make a point out of, you know, just that statement that I made. Like once you know that and you believe that, then it doesn't matter. Come hell or high water, you're yeah. going to be steadfast in your faith. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be like sound-minded, sober-minded. You know what I mean? You're like you're you're going to know and actually have a cornerstone and the actual foundation that you can stand on. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm about to get this is where I'm about to get amped up. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, just you know, speaking even on that, just like you. <sighs> there's a difference between passion and spirit being spirit led yeah. having fire for the Holy spirit. You know, I, I've watched multiple different doctrines being taught all throughout the church growing up. Cause I've been to multiple too. Um, I mean, just you, 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 you just got to know God to be able to get to know the real from the fake Mm-hmm. You don't understand if you don't understand or know if you don't you know believe that he's not real. Then you shouldn't be faulted for it. You should you shouldn't be shamed for it. You know you should actually have somebody. You know if they are true, um, if, if they if they real if they real if, they if they're true to what they believe and if they give nothing but authentic love, if they're patient. You know what I mean. Like that's I I feel like that's actually what's the starting point Mm -hmm. or what's going to be the starting point for you as a non-believer. So that way you could be able to at least get to know Christ. So it's kind of like training wheels. That's why, you know, the church is not a building, it's the people. So the people, they're kind of showing you exactly, you know, what you're supposed to be given according to whatever it is that, you know, you are going through. So that way God can be able to, you know, take the lead from there. And be able to show you exactly, you know, who he is by you figuring that out for yourself. So it's basically, you know, hopefully, you know, that makes sense. But all I'm saying is just that, you know, you should, you you should one, at least start by praying. Yeah. You know, like that's, you know, not believing in God is a mental thing. So you have to get over that pride which is pretty much pride is the devil. That's one of the, you know, that's literally the definition of pride is the devil because he is everything. You know, the devil, he's the leader of all things, which is evil, but, you know, evil is an entity, just like how good is an entity, you know, within Mm. itself. That's another deep conversation that, you know, not a lot of people are prepared for, but just you have to humble yourself have to humble yourself. Get on your knees, pray. There's the, the same way how I'm talking to, you know, my bro here is the same way how you could talk to God. Make yes. sure it's, you know, respectful and if you're doing it out of reverence and if you're doing it out of, you know, respect, just don't tell people what you're praying about. You know, just, you know, that's the, that's actual scripture also. Just pray privately. Continue to do that and asking you shall receive there's you know the bible talks about how do not put you know your lord god to the test but other scripture also talks about how god wants to be tested or he'll allow himself to be tested Mm -hmm. so that way he can be able to reveal himself to you and to be able to you know um get to get the glory out of it so You know, that's I don't really have much to say except for literally what I did. Like I got on my knees. I started praying. Sometimes I wasn't on my knees. I just went in my room. I was just listening to music, worship music, or, you know, I was just there in silence. And like I was actually doing this daily. I was like, Lord, I'm here. Yeah. That so just just doing that and that posture, Lord, I'm here. I'm talking to you. You know, I don't necessarily believe, but I do believe like if that's all you can do, God is not just going to sit there and just watch you suffer and you're going to get a response and -hmm. you're going to get confirmation. You just have to, you know, just not be prideful and just just do it like that's if you don't get anything else that I'm saying, literally, just do it. (laughs) Just do
0: it. And that's the the real thing and at the beginning of all my episodes and and really just the public service announcement of the jxw podcast is to pursue god seek freedom and acknowledge your god-given gifts and that's really what i want to focus on right now the last one acknowledge your god-given gifts and going from that topic of Hey, I'm an unbeliever. I don't know what this thing is that you call God. Uh, there's all different perceptions of him, and I don't even know what to believe. But at the same time, if we just look at life in general, you still have a purpose. Like, you're on this earth for a reason. And whether you believe in God or not, and we, I would encourage everyone who's listening to this to, like, seek God for yourself it's like, that's the second um, of the PSA, seek God, and seek freedom, and seek all that, but I I want you guys to, like, really recognize your creative gifting, and and what, honestly, I'm gonna say this for for you, God wants you to acknowledge what he has put in you, and that's very important for you guys to, to realize, and to know, and to practice, and even me, I didn't even acknowledge my creative gifting until last year. Like, literally, the JXW podcast is literally four months old. This is not even a thing that I've been doing for a really long time. Not even the name J-Poetics was created four months ago. It Seriously, all this was not even... I never had any intention of doing any of this. I was a introverted person who was insecure and... I went through some stuff in my old previous church and I was like, hey, I don't want that to happen to another human being. So, right now we're here and focusing on creative giftings. And I ask this for every single person who's on the JXW podcast. I want you to draw out three points that you can encourage people to strive for what God wants them to do and how they could do that.
1: I'd say, First, understand that your walk with God and your faith is going to be different from your parents and your friends and family. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand that you, because you are different and people try to fault you for it, or even if they don't fault you for it and, you know, they praise you for it, but you don't like it or so just, just know like I, just you were made to be different Yeah. and do not think you're, you know, you should slow yourself down and you're too ahead of yourself because how fast you're getting to know God and you are becoming mature. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter, you know, what you've been through. It doesn't matter if you can't even drive or go to the store and you still got a curfew. It doesn't matter. Recognize that. First thing I said is just having that maturity, um, just ba- basically not doubting yourself. So that's the reason why I said that, not doubting yourself. So that's why you have to at least come to that first realization. Two, understand God so that way you can understand that your gifts are not your gifts and they're God and they were meant for a reason to give him and bring him glory. So that's that.
0: I, I can give you I, I can give you a third one. It's, it's just like valuing yourself. Um, I, I feel as though valuing yourself is like the most important thing that, that you can look towards because if we're not in a Christian space, if we didn't grow up in a Christian household, and if we don't have that mindset where God, the creator of the flipping universe, wants to give me a gift, we're not going to value ourselves. It's like, in the scriptures, Proverbs eight, uh, I think it's eighteen, sixteen, it literally says, um, well, I'm gonna paraphrase. Basically God says that do your do your creative gifting and God will bring you in front of great men. It's like um my gift, many people are insecure about their gift. Many people are painters, singers. Many people are insecure about their voice. Many people are rappers. Many people are insecure about their, their written pen and what they can write. Many people are graphic designers and they don't want to show their talent because it, 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 nobody will find it interesting. And I feel as though I, I will even give you the last point. Value yourself. Value your talent. Know that God values you. And, and know that the only thing that should be important to you as, as a younger person growing up is that you are valued by God. And that's not even to say just generally on the podcast. No, you are valued by God, my good sir. I am valued my, by God. And God wants to bring us in front of great men. And that's very important to me. So just moving forward, uh, this conversation took more time than I thought it would be. So <laughs> I'm going to kind of speak this up, but I want you to get into like the, the future, like I've actually uh, went on your YouTube and I was just browsing around and first of all, amazing content. First of all, just clap it up for the amazing content. (laughs) But you mentioned um, the road to the billboard and that, that, that is a long road and I want to do the same thing, you know, in the artistry space of your particular genre, you want to be not of the same beliefs of a drake or a kendrick or all these secular artists but these are really big names and in the poetry space and in the book writing space it's like ruby core is an amazing huge poem uh poet what (sighs) talk about the grit the grime the daily work, the daily... I can't even talk about that myself. Look, the JXW podcast is not easy to produce. Like, it's really yeah. not. Um, talk about the grit and the grime of doing what you're doing right now. Um,
1: I just want to say dedication. Like, if you don't understand hard work or if you know and realize within yourself that you need to understand hard work, then dedicate yourself to it. Because once you dedicate yourself to something that you don't know how to do, then guess what you're learning how to be? dedicated mm-hmm. so you know if, if you scared do it while you scared you know like if you're fearful of something do it scared because guess what yeah. you're doing that thing that you think is the impossible
0: mm-hmm. you know do
1: the do do the actual thing that you know you didn't believe that you could do like which is you know piggybacking off of the ne- the last thing or the third point that i was going to say which is basically it's all about approach i said mm-hmm. those two things because i feel like You know, in order for you to get into that creative space, you know, of recognizing your gifts and talents and operating into that is to change your approach. So I could just say prayer is, you know, what I do whenever I write, before I write, if I know that I want it to be, you know, like, this is not, you know, Shalom writing. This is, you know, this is the Holy Spirit. So I pray. So when it comes down to that, just you gotta understand that, you know, things are not gonna happen and come overnight and it's a process and you gotta trust the process and you have to love the process and don't skip a step. And whatever that step is, learn it. So that okay, way yeah. you know you build in a routine. And when you build a routine and you're dedicated, then you're learning discipline. And then when you learn discipline and you learn how to practice and you're on a schedule, then mm. practice brings improvement so you know that's that that's what i believe so you know you you the grind the grind is i i feel like at the same time it, you know it's taught but it's not taught i feel like you know your approach to it is taught but you know you just you you, you just got to do it and it's that built in mentality of like you know you just you know everything that you love doing the reason exactly. why you're doing it? What's it for? Your morals? All of it? That like that's that's gonna turn into that grind. That's that's what's gonna, you know, it, it's, it's pretty much gonna speak for itself. You're gonna learn you in that process.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty much what you know. What road to the billboards? meeting, you know, stands for. It's just showing, showing, and showcasing my talents and everything that I've gone through just to get to the point of where I'm at now and where I'm headed and yeah. I took a lot of wrong turns, and, you know, I'm probably going to make a few more before I get there, but I just know that I'm getting there, and, you know, I'm coming. Just don't give up.
0: And that's really important, and I'm coming down to the last couple questions of this, this, what I believe is an amazing interview. I want to really, I want to put you on a podium real quick and and it's not even prideful talk about what you're doing how people can get connected how people can search you up how people can um if if you are doing a a project working on something uh, anything that you can really shine a light on and people can get connected with and people can like follow you and all that stuff talk about your social media platforms all that yeah yeah
1: so it was something that i'm trying to start doing now um I've, I used to be a sound engineer intern in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. um, pretty much I helped build that studio and everything. I'm no longer a part of it, but that was where I was, you know, getting a lot of my music done um, or I was trying to. So um, while I'm still trying to find a studio and actually find, you know, an engineer and, you know, people to, you know, help me out with pushing the quality and sound that I want because I'm quality over quantity. Yeah. You know, in the meantime, you know, I'm I'm still trying to like figure out if I, you know, if I want my like freestyles to actually, you know, like just you know, be just dropped. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm 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 an artist, you know, you gotta protect your crab. So, you know, mm-hmm. I got a lawyer. So I'm trying to figure out if I wanna, you know, copyright everything or not. But pretty much you can find me on Instagram. Pretty much, I, underscore Shalom, which is spelled S H I, L O A M. My um, YouTube is uh, the stands for the real Atlanta James underscore. That's literally all it is. It might change, but just you know, you can do, you follow. You know, you, if you if you can follow my Instagram, then you'll know exactly where my TikTok is and where my YouTube. I'm still trying to organize all of that, but um, pretty much what I do is I just do everything. you know, I don't have a specific niche. I'm just you know doing stuff with music, I'm doing stuff with writing, I'm doing stuff with you know sports. I play instruments, I read music, you know, yeah. I rap and I sing, I do it all. So you know the whole point of my you know ex- entire platform is just to try to glorify God with everything that I love doing and that I'm talented at doing and actually just do it differently. So you can follow me there. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get my link tree and all of that stuff in order. Um, you can find me on all music platforms. You know when it actually gets set up, um, I'm gonna be going live with a lot of Christian artists, maybe Gabby Callwood again or so. You know, um, as she did open up her platform to me. You know, just you know, one day it was, you know, a humbling experience. You know, she's part of the reason why I'm kind of like getting a little noticed. You know, but. Um, I plan on just doing like freestyles just you know whatever it is that you know I write or so I just spit it and you know it's just gonna be a fun way to get to know me get to know my humor that you know yeah that's me that's what I do.
0: And um, for everyone um, wondering I will put links to all social media platforms to all um, the things that you can get connected down in below Apple Podcasts, Spotify all that you will receive links of every place you can find this good brother but I appreciate you dog for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's you know it, it was it was dope. It was dope. I've never been on a podcast before. I really do appreciate that. Um if y'all not tapped into Joe Poetics world and you know I just want to say like get tapped in, you know, just it, it, I wasn't expecting these questions and like you're very, <laughs> very, very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I wasn't expecting, like, these quality questions and all of that. You know, like, it it was dope, man.
0: Well, this has been my conversation with my brother, Shalom. Now, if you guys want to get further connected with the JXW podcast, contact me. Follow me on all social medias at JPoeticsWorld. That's poetic spelled with an X, world spelled W-R-L-D. If you want to give a monetary gift to the JXW podcast, you can cash at me. At J Poetics World, or follow all information on Anchor, where you can just partner. Now I thank you and I appreciate you for listening to this amazing episode. And honestly, some stuff, well, some stuff needs to be replayed. Some stuff needs. To, it's 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 a whole amazing journey that we have taken, but. I'm Jay Poetics, and this has been this episode. I love you guys. I love you so much. You are loved by God. You are loved. And I just want you to know that and value that. But I've been Jay Poetics. This has been the JayXW Podcast. Love y'all. Peace.